Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. A reading from the flautist, Michelle LaVon Robinson Obama. As soon as I allowed myself to feel anything for Barack, the feelings came rushing like a toppling blast of lust, gratitude, fulfillment, wonder. Any worries I'd been harboring about my life and career and even about Barack himself seemed to fall away with that first kiss, replaced by a driving need to know him better, to explore and experience everything about him as fast as I could. Maybe because he was due back at Harvard in a month, we wasted no time being casual. Not quite ready to have a boyfriend sleeping under the same roof as my parents, I began spending nights at Barack's apartment, a cramped second-floor walk-up above a storefront on a noisy section of 53rd Street. Barack intrigued me. He was not like anyone I dated before, mainly because he seemed so secure. He was openly affectionate. He told me I was beautiful. He made me feel good. To me, he was sort of like a unicorn, unusual to the point of seeming almost unreal. He never talked about material things like buying a house or a car or even new shoes. His money went largely toward books, which to him were like sacred objects providing a ballast for his mind. And then, Jamie, she goes on to say, before he returned to law school, sometime in the middle of August, Barack told me he loved me. Mm -hmm. The feeling has flowered between us so quickly and naturally that there was nothing especially memorable about the moment itself. Well, I don't recall when or exactly how it happened, it was just an articulation, tender and meaningful, of the thing that had caught us both by surprise. Even though we'd known each other for only a couple of months, even though it was kind of impractical, we were in love. And thus ends the reading. But, Jamie, I will go on to say, and to you two pros, hey, y'all, y'all here too, I will go on to say she continues on by sharing that her and Barack, all they had was a phone, right? So they had to keep in contact even though they were going to navigate 900 miles. So they had to call each other on the phone. They used to have those late-night phone calls. But Barack was like, I'm not a phone person. I like to write letters. And Michelle's like, yeah, nah, I like to gab. Those letters are cute, that's sweet, but we talking on this phone. And so they would talk on the phone like late in the midnight hours. And so that, y'all, is from Becoming. I absolutely love that. I do not have a copy of the coming. If anyone wants to send me a gift, I am receiving gifts. And um, if the right person writes to me, I will tell you exactly where to send it. Um, yes. What I love about that passage that you just read is that Michelle Obama writes in a way that's so charged, right? Like you can feel like you are there with them and you literally like feel the love in your soul is not just their love and it has this like huge importance right like their love is important and I think so often when we think about black love or black people loving or black people having feelings we treat it as trivial unimportant irrelevant but the way that she's writing it feels like the most important thing in the world when she says 
he told me he loves me and like the moment itself is completely not memorable all that matters is the feelings that existed between us so i love that thank you so much for sharing that passage in this black history month and this month where we're getting ready to celebrate love it was just so beautiful oh girl i love that i was like when i got to that chapter which is in chapter nine if y'all have the book chapter nine Yes, I was like, mm-hmm. I said, I see your flowery language, Michelle, but you ain't fooling nobody, girl. I know what you're talking about. So, yes, it is quite lovely. Um, love of all forms, love uh, between different persons and binaries and sexualities, all love is wonderful and splendid and beautiful. Um, and I am super excited to just continue to talk about love. You know, I love love, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> we love the love of God, too. I should put that in there. <laughs> we can sound all things. We love God's love, too. <laughs> yes, you're right, because Jesus is a lover of my soul. Don't you forget. Amen. Hashtag, she's so saved. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, saved girls. <laughs> Hashtag saved girls. Um, so saved before pearls. we get into talking more about love, I think that I have a bit of an adventure to share about self-love. So over the winter break, um, like many of you, I was traveling. I had different places in the country that I wanted to go. Of course, I wanted to see family. There can be a lot to pack in in just like that week between New Year's and Christmas, right? But one of the things that I've gotten used to being here in L.A., one of the things that I love about it is that the weather is so nice, so it's always good to go out for a run or a hike. I can also just run over to the gym, work out in the mornings, And so that's what I do to kind of take care of myself, to feel like I'm in good health, to feel really strong. And it really propels me throughout my day just having that morning workout. And so one of the things that I was concerned about while I was doing all that traveling is just how am I still going to have that feeling of being able to wake up in the morning, feel like I can work out, feel like I'm taking really good care of myself, because for me, I am more introverted. And so running around, seeing people, that really drains me. And so I really need that time to myself in the morning. And so, you know, I've been talking to a therapist that I have been working with and, you know, talking with my mother because she's also really big into fitness and being able to take care of herself. And um, both of them recommended that I just head right on over to TJ Maxx. So my mother gave me the store plug. The therapist just told me I needed to get some stuff for the road. But go over to TJ Maxx, and, you know, they have that fitness section there at TJ Maxx where you can get really cheaply, like, resistance bands and ab rollers and jump ropes and all sorts of stuff so that even when you're traveling or even if you just want to work out in your home and you want, like, some light equipment, um, that it is there with you. And so it was just such a gift to me. I know it sounds uh, a little bit basic, but... Self-love, you know, as Audre Lorde teaches us, is just so revolutionary, and it's really about reclaiming that power inside of yourself. And so it just felt really good to be able to take control of this need that I knew that I would have, that I would need to feel like I was at least getting some exercise every day and like I wasn't, you know, kind of slipping away from that. And let me tell you, these little cheap resistance bands and this ab roller and this jump rope, they kept the girl together. They kept the girl sane. 
So not only was I practicing self-love, I was practicing love to others because I wasn't bitter or angry. So that is my adventure for today. And so, um, you know, if there's something in your life that just brings you joy, pursue it. Find a way to make it happen. Communicate to the people around you, um, whether that's, you know, going to see a counselor or talking to a family member or a friend or a loved one. And see what you can do to make sure that you're able to pursue the things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. I love that, Jamie. Pursue the things that bring you joy. That's a tweetable moment in the words of Oprah. So I need everybody to go to Twitter and to tweet that. Pursue the things that bring you joy. And make sure you tag uh, the pearls in it at just two pearls on Twitter. Yay us. So, Jamie, this journey to just self-love and pursuing your joy, right? What has been in the past, what do you think has been one of the greatest challenges in that? What is the greatest challenge in pursuing self-love? Well, I think the, the idea that it might be selfish, the idea that choosing ourselves might be a problem. Obviously, you know, we can set aside eight hours of sleep without feeling too guilty, especially as, you know, if you're single or if you don't have children, setting that time aside, usually there's not too many complaints about that. But aside from that, I feel being, you know, a woman in ministry before, now being both grad student and instructor to students, it feels like it is my job to make sure that, A, I'm doing my work, and that, B, I'm supporting others in pursuing their goals and getting their work done and being loving to them and being a good daughter and being a good friend and being a good whatever other hats that I'm supposed to be wearing, um, it feels like to say, oh, I just need time for myself, like, okay, well, that might be a problem. That might be selfish. And so I feel like that's probably the biggest barrier for me in terms of pursuing self-love. What about for you? You know, I think I agree with you 150 million percent, right? So, like, in addition to that, I think what becomes hard is understanding that no is a full sentence. And especially like in ministry, right, we don't want to turn people away. And I feel like as women, that can be such an easy pit to fall into that we're just always saying yes. And sometimes self-love shows up in the form of saying no. And I know for me that has been my greatest challenge. Like I always had to feel like, had to please or be there for everyone or bend over backwards to just make things happen instead of just saying, yeah, nah, like that's just not going to work today or that's just not going to work ever, not even just today. So for me, that has been um, a challenge in just embracing self-love, like beyond the do I feel beautiful, beyond the do I feel good about myself, beyond the Am I cultivating the pearl within me, right? Beyond that, it's just on a base level of learning how to say no um, and understanding that saying no is not about the rejection or the denial of other people, but it's about saying yes to myself. So when you say no to something, you're actually saying yes to something else. When you say yes to something, you're actually saying no to something else. But sometimes we don't necessarily always see that. 
And so saying no to things is actually me saying yes to me. And so I'm, I'm learning how to embrace that. Um, it's not always easy. It's a challenge, um, you know, for sure. You know, it's just kind of like, can we say no? Do we know how to say no? Girl. Girl, ain't it hard? Yeah, it is so. it seems so challenging to say no. And, you know, what I always think about is, you know, let's imagine ourselves as teacups. Maybe not little teacups. You know, teacups of varying sizes. I don't know what your capacity is. And, <laughs> you know, every day we get a certain amount of liquid poured into our teacup. But that can only happen if we're getting that recharge time. So for those of us who are people of faith, that might mean taking time for whatever your spiritual practice is every day. And even if that's 5, 10, 15 minutes, that time of your spiritual practice is what you need to have a full teacup. For some of us, that might be getting outside. For some of us, that might mean having a conversation with a loved one or with a friend. Um, It looks a little bit different for everyone. But you cannot pour out to others. You cannot pour out into the world, at least not in a healthy way, if you're not getting your teacup filled every single day. And that's why I think, you know, when we think about the Lord's Prayer, it's just so important, you know, you know, what does the prayer say? Give us this day our daily bread, right? And even Jesus, Jesus is teaching the disciples to pray that prayer. So it's like, I get my bread for today. So after today, I don't have today's bread anymore because this was my bread for today. So I can't wake up tomorrow without getting my daily bread for today and be expected to go out and serve in a way that's healthy. And so it's really important to take that time away for recharging, for filling your teacup or getting your daily bread or however you want to think about it. Um, Because without that, we can't do the good that we're trying to do in the world. Mm, That's very real. That's very, very real. It's like, you, you know, you ever seen that meme, like, you can't pour from an empty cup? It's so real. Like, it's just so real. Like, how can you expect to give what you don't have, right? And right. so I, I really, really appreciate that. It's kind of funny, Jamie. As you were talking about teacups, <laughs> I thought back to our episode on Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only, like, it's like, ooh, teacups. Let me stay away from teacups, girl. You know, them spinning spoons. <laughs> You know, white women in teacups, girl. <laughs> clink, clink. Right. Flash. Yeah. So don't have people stirring the teacup around you. Just because <laughs> that can get a little dangerous. <laughs> so be careful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let nobody get a spoon and start staring up your teacup, and you might need to uh, reevaluate the situation. <laughs> oh Y'all know gosh. I love drinking tea. I love drinking out of little tiny teacups. Um, that's the bougie person in me. Um, and the bouginess in me will be celebrated soon. I'm, I'm planning some festivities related to my bouginess, but y'all will hear more about that when the time is right. But speaking of self-love, you know, it's a new year. It's 2019. So I'd love to hear just in the month of January, because now it's February. So just in the month of January, how did you practice self-love? How did you take care of yourself? So that is an excellent question. So 
it's twofold, right? So part of me didn't take the best care of me in terms of self-care, right? I let a lot of things stress me out. I did get sick in the month of January. Girl, and my hair fell out. So, Pearls, y'all know my hair journey has been all over the place. One minute I had cystalaxis, you know, no hair. The next minute I got hair growing, and the next minute now I got a boss spot child. My hair is doing all kinds of things. Maxine, girl, I don't know what you're doing. Maxine's name my hair. But anyway, I digress. So I've had some very stressful moments along the way. But, however, in that, I had to pay attention to how I was feeding myself. So part of my self-love uh, has been cooking for myself and being mindful of what I'm putting in my body. Another thing has been taking vitamins and just being attentive to uh, my water intake. Um, and so even though um, I have, like, some acne scars, like, on my face, like, my, my skin's not flawless, but it's, it's healthy, but it ain't flawless. But I realize that even though you may have, like, some scars on your face, you can still have flourishing skin with the drinking of water. And so I've been very, very attentive to my water intake in January. Um, so that was a form of self-love and self-care, just watching what I put in my mouth, um, cutting back on dairy and um, cutting back on sugar. And um, some people did like the Daniel fast, some churches, some people like to start the year with the fast. I didn't actually, I can't actually say that I fasted. Um, I was just being more aware of the things that I was putting in my body and just kind of uh, just being mindful. And it's funny, like as your body's trying to adjust, to a new lifestyle or just like a healthier lifestyle, um, there's just like those moments where you kind of feel like withdrawal. So I could tell like when I wasn't having all the sugar at first, I was kind of like having like a sugar withdrawal. And I was like, wow, um, I need to say no to sugar. I need to say no to like the cheesecakes and the cookies and, and all of the things that I love that are sweet and just gooey and delicious, right? So that was a form of self-love, resisting the things that are not good to my body. Another form of self-love was um, saying yes to the things that bring me joy, as you, were share, um, you shared earlier about, you know, just uh, pursuing the things that give us joy. Um, I have a lot of joy with, um, with my significant other. Like, I have a lot of fun hanging out with him, whether it's us going to a museum or like eating pizza, you know, healthy pizza, by the way, not just like any old pizza, like, you know, gluten-free, you know, dairy-free situations. And it's good out there if you go to the right place. Hello. <laughs> um, just allowing myself to say yes to those moments because life and work and this administration can just be so depleting, especially with this gov with this uh, government shutdown stuff that just ha was going on, you know, all of January. It's just so depleting. And so you've got to say yes to the things and the people that give you joy and allow that to also be a form of self-love. Um, so that, those are some of the things that I did just in January specifically. How about you, Jamie? The reason why I asked you the question is to get some tips from you, girl. Um, I mean, what I can say that I did in January, well, I don't know if I started this last year or not. Um, I have been trying to drink a lot more water. Um, I stay away from other types of beverages. Um, just had to let them go by the wayside. You know, I, of course, drink hot tea. 
But aside from that, just water, hot tea, um, just so I can, you know, at least know what's going into my body, know that I have some healthy stuff going into my body. The other thing that I have tried to do, um, that portion I were talking about before we started recording, is I'm really trying to set boundaries where needed to tell people no when I need to tell them no and to, like, actually be okay with that to like walk away from conversations that aren't good for me and just actually just be okay with the fact that I just told a person like, okay, cool, I have to go and just walked away from them when they weren't saying anything that was healthy um, or helpful. Um, So I think those are the two things that I've been doing that are really positive. Um, Aside from that, I can't say that it has been the most healthy uh, month for me, unfortunately. Um, and I think that's something that I can continue to, you know, pursue because I think especially, you know, I'm still 28, but I think being on the cusp in some ways of 30, I really want to set myself up with the habits that I'll be able to take into, I feel like, my true adult decade, you know, because in your 20s, there's still a feeling for at least, like, half of it. Like, you're still kind of a kid, and people still kind of treat you like a kid. Um, and so I feel like the 30s are fully, like, the first time that, like, you really step into the world as an adult. And so I'm trying to, like, right now, while I'm still in my late 20s, set myself up to be able to be in a healthy place because just in my imagination, just thinking about what my career will look like when I hit 30, thinking about how my uh, singleness situation might look different when I hit 30, um, I'm going to have so many more responsibilities, or I guess I should say at least different responsibilities than I have right now. And so it's like I really want to set the best possible healthy habits that I can right now so that I can be the best Jamie I can be for those new responsibilities, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so I mean, I think, I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I think it's also important to be honest about the ways that we might not be doing the best for ourselves in terms of self-care. You know, everyone always talks about self-care, 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 um, you know, and taking bubble baths and whatever else it is that y'all are doing for self-care, which is great. <laughs> um, but I think one thing that we really have to interrogate, you know, like I said, Audrey Lord talks a lot about self-care and self-love. And we really need to radically interrogate, like, what are the political aims of self-care, especially for women of color? And it's not about capitalism. It's not about spending a whole lot of money. It's really about, um, you know, like we've been talking about, finding that sense of joy to fill ourselves up so that we can be whole and so that we can go out into the world in a healthy way you know, not to turn this into a preaching moment, but that's one thing that I'm trying to teach myself right now, right? Um, Because, you know, both Portia and I have been sick in the month of January. Portia at least has the excuse that she lives in a cold place. Um, (laughs) I don't know what my excuse is. Um, And I know part of my excuse is that I've gotten, I don't even feel stressed necessarily unless I just live with like a a level of stress that I don't notice. (laughs) I'm... But what I know is that I've allowed too much clutter into my life. I've allowed too much, um, not necessarily excuses, but um, the things that are less 
fun for me to do, I allow myself not to do them, if that makes sense. So, like, I like to work out. That's very easy for me. I don't like as much coming home, planning meals, cooking. I don't like that as much. I don't like sitting by myself and eating meals. And so I've stepped away from the cooking, even though that's healthy for me. I've stepped away from, like, my house is not dirty, but it's cluttered. I've stepped away from the organizing just because it's just, like, it's annoying. It's just, like, it, I feel like it takes me away from, like, if I'm trying to get through some reading or if I'm trying to get through some writing, it takes me away from that. Even though I know I would be healthier if I didn't wake up every morning and see giant stacks of books everywhere. <laughs> and there aren't too many ways to get away from the giant stacks of books so they could at least be better organized. So it's like I have to seek that wholeness for myself. And so I'm just so glad that in this month of February, you know, as we're pushing right on through 2019, that we're having this conversation. I feel like I'm having like a kumbaya moment (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) It's all very real. It's all very, very real, which is so funny, right? So Pearl's, I mean, of course, I think y'all know that Jamie and I are friends in real life and we have conversations. And so, like, it's so funny because, like, as you're talking about, like, yeah, I don't like doing that, right? Or I don't really want to do that. Like, and, like, the cooking and the cleaning, like, I find myself, and specifically in January, like, yeah, like, I'm doing all the cooking. I'm doing all this cleaning. And it's kind of like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, I got leftovers, and, like, I, I know how to make that dollar stretch now. And it's like, ooh, child, I feel real grown, good and grown now. Um, and understanding how, like, all of that is important, right? And so I just, oh, girl, we getting old. <laughs> In the best way, though, right? In the best way. It's just so cool just to see the various ways of how a woman, a person, Uh, can love themselves in multiple ways and how loving oneself looks differently um, just in different ways. And it's important to embrace those things. But it's like you said, it's good to have an honest conversation like, I ain't doing such a great job. Or um, these things have happened. These things have manifested. And so it's just like, you know. Um, But as we move forward through just 2019, um, you know, everybody should just take time themselves. Actually, a really good thing um, to, I I think everyone should invest in if they can, um, is the Shine app, Um, just ways for daily gratitude. Um, I think self-love does also start in gratitude. Having a gratitude ritual, a gratitude practice, I know I've talked about my gratitude jar um, before, but um, just going back to that um, just the Shine app, and then also just daily forms of gratitude as a way of showing um, self-love and being motivated and um, just taking time to pause. Uh, you know, all that is really important. And uh, we're, we're going to do better, um, all of us. And so, Pearls, you know, whatever, you, how your 2019 is shaping up, share it with us. We want to know, like, for real. Like, we don't actually just, like, say that to say that. Uh, we're reading it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, talk to us. Tell us what's going on. Um, Tara says hi to everyone, by the way. I don't know if y'all just heard her little uh, collar, but she's saying hello to all the pearls because, you know, Miss Paris is an honorary pearl. So it's like just two pearls and a half over here. But, um, yeah, so all that good stuff. And, you know, Paris brings me so much joy. Right, Paris? Yes, she does. But in any case, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Jamie, it has it has been a January. 
and we're so grateful to be in February. Hashtag, mm, yeah. we made it. girl February 1st yeah ooh child and we are ready to live up these what is it 28 days yeah 28 days of blackness yep 28 days of well blackness is 365 whether y'all like it or not but you know yeah all this good stuff Um, and love and all forms of love Yes, yep. an extra, an excess, an overflow. February yep. is blackness overflow. So we're you ready to do um, a little bit of pettiness? Always. Okay. So um, I don't even know whose turn it is. Do you want us to both be petty? Listen, we could always be petty, Jamie. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Let me tell you what's petty, Portia. I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to let you uh, close us out here on today. What's really petty is that, you, you know, I don't know who else likes going to Target. I like going to Target um, because you can find everything that you need at Target. This is not an ad for Target, as y'all are about to find out. But you can find everything you need at Target. I like it. You know, you have the grocery section. You've got some clothing. You know, you have some accessories. I like going there and, like, getting stuff that I need um, just in terms of, like, okay, like, I need some construction paper I need, um, you know, like a little whiteboard, something like that. Like, it's really good to find the, the supplies that I need for school and office, considering that is my life, school and office. But that being said, some of the products at Target, like this tote bag that I got over the summer to carry my belongings, and maybe I should have made a wiser decision, considering I know I carry my entire life in a bag. That being said, Target. My friend, why is this strap on this bag so busted and broken? What I don't like is when I do go to a store that I like and I buy something that I like. And, like, the thing about it, the thing you should know about me is I take good care of myself. I'm not throwing it up against stuff. I ain't acting crazy. Yes, I am carrying everything I own. Don't judge me. But I'm not acting crazy. I don't understand why the handle on this bag is acting all busted and broken and looking all depressed. This is not my brand. This is not my aesthetic. It ain't cute. And so I'm just saying, when I go out and I spend money on something, just build it so that it can last just a little while. I've only had it since the summer. Why? Why why do y'all make these products that are not built to last even a year? Why is that something that y'all do? Why do you make these products? that are making us look all both broken and busted. We ain't broken and busted. We are thriving. We are pearls. So stop having me out here looking broken and busted. I don't appreciate it. It's petty. That's all I got. Girl, I'm crying. Because <laughs> one time I was shopping at Target. You know, I like a reusable bag, James, okay? Because yes. I, I like to shop, you know, for my groceries. You yeah, know, when I'm too. not trying to be boozy. You know, when I'm not being boozy with my Amazon Prime now or, you know, my Peapod, you know get them delivered, hey, delivered, hey. But anyway, you know, one time I was asking for a reusable bag. How about this girl brought me the reusable canvas bag and was like, oh, yeah, this is five ninety nine. I said, boo, you do know you have reusable bags for a $0.99, cent, right? This ain't the one. So I'm going to need you to go get me the $0.99 cent bag because this ain't it. Because I realized I left my bags at home 
and, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. But, you know, I don't mind having multiple reusable bags. I moved basically all my life to New Jersey in reusable bags, okay? So I'm the real bag lady that uh, Erica Badu was talking about, but it's fine. But, um, you know, that, that was my thing. Like, if I'm asking for something, you know I'm asking, bring me what I ask for, like, in the name of Jesus. Like, in kind, I'm, I'm asking in love and in kindness. You're going to bring me the expensive one. Don't you hate when people try to sell you something? And then they're going to give you the expensive version. Like, no, come on now. Come on, sis. Don't be trying to, you know, give me the black girl discount. Come on. Black girl magic, something. Like, don't be over here giving me the, the, the huge expensive size when you know that there's a cheaper version. What you trying to say? Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and love I you might be trying to just give me the good quality, which I'm all for the quality. But let, let a girl know she got options. Right, I wasn't born yesterday. I know what kind of canvas bags and reusable bags there are, but this ain't it, girl. So don't be bringing me the five ninety nine when I really want the ninety nine cent. You know, which, but you know, but some people might get offended. You're like, oh, you want to bring me ninety nine cent? Why don't you bring me the good one? You don't think I can afford the good one? Yeah. See, then there's that, and I know she didn't want to deal with that. But my thing was like, sis, bring both. Bring me the options. You know what I'm saying? You know, like the tea. Like when you go get some tea and you asking for tea, and they bring you the um you know, the little, the box with all the options, that's all I'm saying. Bring me the options. Like, don't assume that I want the most expensive package, you know, when you're trying to sell me something. So that's petty. But that was not the petty pro that I was going to give y'all. So, you know, one more time for the Holy Ghost. Here comes the third. So you know what's super petty is when all these self-love Instagrammers out here, child, have you ever seen an Instagrammer influencer in real life? And they be so super duper popping and on their timeline, but then you meet them in person. It's like, wait a minute, you don't feel like um, tapping your face with the fancy beauty. It's all right, girl. I'm playing Jane too. We could be playing Jane together. But you know, but that's all I'm saying. You know, some people just make it seem like they beat for the gods every day. But that's all I'm saying. Self love is also being authentic with who you are, in all of your ways and all of your moments. And so, see, I'm in the New York area, so I be seeing you know, influencers, like, for real, for real, like, just being, like, walking around basic, and I'd be like, wow, lighting is real. But anyway, so three times for the Holy Ghost, three petty bros, put that around your neck. Hashtag authentic 2019. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Two Pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just two pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.